There he is. What a guy. What a guy. Then this. Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. put it <laughs> looking like another grease pole night in Philly 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 Thanks. I missed my cue because I was taking a swig of coffee what's up it's episode 92 people the Reggie White edition of the grease pole podcast appreciate you being here we are one more uh, one more Monday away from it being the draft officially. What a time of year, dude. I know, right? I know. I feel like Tony Montana. Like, just give me all of it. Give me all of it, dude. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, there's that. A um, uh, handful of things to get to today. V is not here. She is, uh, <clears throat> yeah, she's the grown-up between the two of us. <laughs> I'm just here to bullshit. It's a, it's Erwin R. Scheister time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, uh, yeah, there's that. She'll be back next week, but she sent gifts, which we will get to later. Mm. But in the meantime, um, we mentioned the Fantasy Hockey League here a lot on the pod. Well, you know, it's it's something we do literally daily. Yes. And, you know, yes. all three of the members of the show, friend yep. of the show, Joe. Hot Joe. The four of us, we all partake. Yep. Yep. So of course it's going to come up a lot. It is, dude, and I, I, I love it. So it's championship week. Ooh. It's been whittled down to two. Uh, your boy squaring off against our guy, Hot Coast Joe. I'm, I'm so happy. And yeah, dude. Well, because like, so I'll tell you two things. First of all, so I was in the fifth place game this week because I yep. lost to you last week. Yeah, quarterfinals. <laughs> so on Tuesday you had 15 assists. <laughs> When I I went up against you, I finished yeah. I finished this week with 32. I'm like, where was this last week? It's the way it always works. Where was this last week? I know, dude. I know it's annoying as fuck. It's annoying as fuck. And like it, so I played uh, I played Mike, reigning champion, who beat Joe last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it pissed me off because I was up Saturday afternoon. I remember texting you guys yesterday or late Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I was up eight to one. It's like oh, like. Okay, we Categor- got this. Yeah, kind of tight in a few spots, but I'm like eight to one, man. Like I, f- I feel like I can breathe. Mm-hmm. And then I went back Saturday night, eleven, eleven thirty, and was like, "Yo, he's up five to three. What <laughs> yeah, the fuck? He does that all the time. All the time. <laughs> all yeah. the damn time. <laughs> and I love him. It's my guy. But I'm like, I almost didn't send the text because, like, I figured you were up. But I don't know. Hot codes, Joe. He yeah, runs he, cycles. Yeah, he's so. <laughs> To be that beautiful, you got to get up in the eight. You have really to. early. In yeah, the yeah. You're not. You're not. You're not calling it a night at like four in the morning. Yeah, like my ass. <laughs> so I was like, should I not? But I was like, I need to therapy real quick. <laughs> I need to get this out. Well, all three of us have have faced that yes. against him. Yes, so, the motherfucker. I, again, like he seems like a nice enough dude, even though he's offered me some really 
laughable <laughs> trades. His trades are egregious. There's one of those guys in every league, and we have Mike. So, but like he seems like a nice enough dude. But like I hate playing him. Yes, because it never fails. Uh-huh. Like either the guys don't show up, which that's hockey, right? Or he pulls something out of his ass. Yeah, dude. It's like I what know. is happening? It's Why? irritating. I know, man. You're like, what happened? Ten minutes ago, you know, yes. it sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, I I stashed all my waiver transactions for yesterday, and yeah. that like, I was just walking around the house all day yesterday morning, like just wrecking cold brews. <laughs> like, all right, like I was looking at numbers, dude. I was that yeah. guy. I'm like, all right, I got to choose wisely here. Yeah, dude. Because everything was razor thin, and I'm like, I'm cashing in all these fucking transactions. So at least I could say I made it. Yeah. To the championship. Like, whatever happens against Joe, cool. But yeah. I'm like, at that point, he was comfortably ahead of Taylor. And, like, I checked. I was like, he's working her. So, she's probably not catching him. Yeah. And I was like, like I at least want to get there against our guy. Yeah, dude. You know? I, I can feel better about coming in at fifth if one of y'all wins. Yes. And at this point, now it's you guys are one and two. Right. So it's like, okay. We're guaranteed to win. He was the two seed. I was the five. So goons versus Zamboners. You're the dog. for the Yes, big time. So, <laughs> yeah, man. We tried to get our guy on, but he's uh, he's got some obligations. <laughs> he's a sweet, sweet man with his family. What a guy, right? <laughs> what a guy. I know. While I'm here goofing off with you while, <laughs> you know, they're being adults. Yes. Um, I but, do, hey. I do want to say, like, I think I don't. I think I have less a problem with Taylor because the same thing would happen against her. Yeah. Like where she would pull something out or she would just work me. That happened a lot. Too yes. This yes. Season. But like it's something about she she's not making moves all week. Like she just has the squad. Like she, she drafted pat. well. Yeah. yeah. That's how I like, dude, I hadn't made moves in a while until yesterday. And I yeah. was like, fuck, I have to. Yeah. And now I have to do the scramble of like there's some dudes I want back yeah good luck and like right like you, hopefully joe doesn't scoop him i know and he's gonna <laughs> yeah. dick but i'm like because i like i tried to put in a few claims this morning and yahoo was like you can't you can't claim a dude that you just dropped on the same waiver cycle and i'm like at least i can say i made it yeah right yeah you know yeah but i like that i'm really confident in the draft i had dude that's why i was hoping he would be here because like we got good squads just for some reason. I mean, everybody does. All of us do. But for some reason, my team doesn't match up well against him, man. Yeah. It's and he knows historically it. this season. Yeah. He knows it. He's worked yeah. me all year. Yeah. Last time we played, I had a good lead up against him up until like Tuesday night. Yeah. And I felt really good. I was like, I'm up like seven to one. <laughs> and then midweek happened, Wednesday slate. And I'm like, all right, Joe happened. Well, you know, the thing that always happens to me is inconsistent goal tending mm-hmm. because yeah. Leonard and Bob were like at points, like the best part of my squad. Right. And then other parts like, uh, leading into the playoffs, the worst part of my squad. Yes. My, my keepers against you got shellacked. And so then it's mm-hmm. like that 15 goals you had by Tuesday is insurmountable yeah. at that point. It's like, yeah. I could have let that go. Right. But like, that's the only thing I can chase after because my goalies are <laughs> my goalies shit all over themselves. Yeah. yeah. And that's what like, at one point my goalies were a str- like my goalies went off this past week, which was nice. Yeah. But when I was figuring out the waiver transactions yesterday, uh, my guy flyers goalie kind of hot who mm-hmm. I drafted 
way fucking earlier than I probably should have, the way everything played out. The, he was the first, because he's probably going to be out for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And he was the first one. Like I was like, maybe he'll be my goalie keeper going into next year. Mm-hmm. But I was like, who am I kidding? Yeah. The only one I'm going to have to potentially like fight him for is Taylor, because she's also a Flyers fan. Yeah. And you know what, Taylor, if you want Doesn't him. Doesn't she have Markstrom, though? I think she has Markstrom. She has Markstrom, and I can't remember who else. Her keepers are good. Yeah. So I don't think I don't see that happening. Yeah. She's not going to be going for him in, like, the first round next year. Yeah, So I'm sure. like, you know what? This is an easy departure. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here, <laughs> Carter Hart. Yeah. And yeah. I don't remember who I dropped before. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. But I was like, this is the easy one. So, yeah, man. Um, it should be interesting. It's going to be another another stressful week. Your boy made it to the fantasy championship in football, finally. Yeah. Well, I had made it a couple times, but finally won it. So I'm hoping, you know. Yeah, no. Maybe this will be the year that, yeah, you know. Joe's beatable. I, I beat is. him. I think we played four times. I beat him twice. So he's beatable. That It's just he's a matchup problem for me, dude. It's he, like our teams in real life, the Flyers and the Caps. Yeah. Well, he's also – he's – he's hockey guy like he he mm-hmm. he definitely looks at the waivers he definitely yes. yeah he makes his choices wisely he usually. already added a dude yeah see i was like jesus man yeah he the makes puck moves. hasn't even dropped yet that's the other thing that mike does and for some reason I, maybe it's because i just be loving joe it doesn't yeah. bother me with joe no it doesn't bother me either but like we're like hey you want to come on the pod to cut promos on each other and you're like no because dinner and obligations but here you are on the waiver wire <laughs> yeah the fuck man we love you joe but uh what a guy yeah man what a guy he sent a text to us though in the group chat though oh, yeah. before do you want to read it because i've not looked at okay. it yet because i can't i can't talk trash to somebody that's not here yeah i guess he'll go back and listen he does so he supports us and we support him too the hard work works out hard work i can never say that it's a lot of w's dude right hard, hard- work works there it is yeah, i'm not gonna try to again uh, yeah i tried to go quick and hard work works I mean, it's doable, but you have to really think about it. You got it. Yeah, it's it's the brain has to catch it. So uh, Joe says, my words are, and I quote, you want a prediction? Go back and listen to the first episode when we talk pucks. You'll know who's going to win. Bet. <laughs> End of quote. This motherfucker. No, he's been talking cash ass all season long. A lot, dude. Yeah. And he comes at your boy because he knows he owns my ass. So <laughs> yeah. here we are last week of the year. And I just want this motherfucker to know, like, two of his best players he has, they're not even the best players on their teams. I got him. Mm. He's got Alex Barkov. Good for you. Good for you. Because <laughs> your boy's got Jonathan Huberdeau. Yeah. Possible Hart Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. He's got Johnny Goudreau. I got Matt Kachuk because I like 90 sperm. <laughs> so, so, yeah, which is weird because I was like, him and a couple other dudes early is when I used to like, I was doing well in hits. And now Matt Kachuk is like the only dude I have that's physical. Man. And I'm like, he's not, he's not racking up like 30 hits a game. So I'm just going to like, I resigned myself to, I'm just going to lose in hits every week. I don't give a shit. Unless you pick up like an Eli Tolvin and he's, he's a, he's a hitter. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. And he's always available. <laughs> he is. Unless fucking Joe gets him. Yeah. You know, which I mean, so he's got, yeah, like five transactions left this week. Weird that I'm keeping up with it. Well, you know, you know kind of have to. Yeah, but I think I'm going to back pocket all of them. Clutterbuck was a hitter too, but like he went down like right before I released him. I think. Yeah. Or right after I released, I think he was day to day, and I was like, okay, well, you're not getting me hits if you're right. not playing. Right. So what? Bye. You literally, yeah, you've got one purpose, and <laughs> mm-hmm. you can't, you can't, not on IR. So bye. you're not solving. Oh it. God, 
that was the other thing that frustrated me. So Krug came back last week to play the fifth ga- fifth place game. Mm-hmm. Goes nuts. Yeah. Assist crazy. And he, he got a goal in his first game. Yeah. I'm like, the hell were you a week ago? I, I know, dude. You last week. Yes. Thanks for showing up late. Or they could have put him on IR so I could have had another dude, you mm-hmm. know, for that week. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. I'm glad I didn't drop him, obviously, because he came back and played well last week. He got right. in fifth place. Yeah. But like, where were you when I was trying to get to the second dude, round? Right. That's the hardest part about fantasy hockey is like whatever the country singer's name is, Kenny Rogers, I think. No one to hold him, no one to fold oh, him, or whatever. Yeah. Like, because it's tough. Like during the regular season, I held on to Patrick Line for weeks because mm-hmm. I was like. I'm treading water here. Eventually, he's going to come back. And he came back, and he was white fucking hot for, like, two weeks. I was like, okay, cool. Naturally, he's cooled off now because playoffs, and I need him. Yes. But, yeah, so I don't know. Who knows, man? But I'm uh, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited. It's um, nice to be in it's nice to be in the in the cup finals. It's like it's like whenever whenever there's like actual Stanley Cup participants that you don't care about. Like last right. last year it was like, yeah, I'm rooting for Joe, but like if he loses then what? like I really don't it's like yeah. Yeah. Like this cool. way like I I don't have a rooting you interest. You know somebody but I'm like, who yeah. won either way. Right. <laughs> cool. Yeah, dude. It was I'm little... actually going to pay attention. Right. You've got a rooting interest on either side. I it got to a point yesterday where, like, V had to check me like she did the night of the fantasy football championship because mm-hmm. I kept – I think I even told you guys, like, yeah. I, I was frantically refreshing the shit. <laughs> like, I was I was locked in to the end of Blues Preds because – Seven goals in a quarter? Yeah. Period, rather? Yeah, dude, because I have Ryan O'Reilly, and he had, like, two dudes for the Blues and two dudes for the Preds. I remember he's got Tanner Janot because mm-hmm. I had him earlier in the year and dropped him on a whim because I needed a spot start, and he scooped him up. Yep. Those were hits I could sorely use right now. Yeah, dude. And so, yeah, I was like, all right, let, let me make sure everything stays copacetic here. So I was, like, locked into St. Louis, Nashville, as if my fucking life depended <laughs> on it. She's like, we went through this with football. I'm like, I know, but – but but pucks yeah but i could be in another one and i'm a child sometimes so yeah we love you joe but uh go to hell this week i hope your dinner sucks not really we love you but yeah um so there's that tugnut cup finals second year second annual um results to come next week yeah yeah dude and hopefully we get some replacements on the i beat one of the dead teams so yeah yeah look- I've got two lined up. There's another one that I'm kind of curious whether or not they're like, there's three people that have been kind of like, yeah, one that hadn't really set his lineup all year. I don't know. The dude might be dead. Oh God. I hope not. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. So I got two lined up for next year and possibly a third if needed. Okay. So yeah, but I'm not, we're good. Everything's staying the way it is. I'm not doing a redraft. Yeah. Cause man, you know, (laughs) nobody needs that. No, the hell with that. Like plus selfishly not to be a dick kind of really like my team yes you know like i was looking at it i'm like if we're doing a, like we all talked about a forward a defenseman and a goalie mm-hmm. like i don't know who my forward is going to be because narrowing it down to one's going to suck yeah like, i got huberdo uh kaprizov kachuk panarin like fiala's been red hot lately yeah like i don't know i don't either dude i don't know i'm looking at like do i go homer well i feel like just for brett I can probably still re-get. That's the thing. Yeah, you got to play like, all right. But like he had such a good season that he might be on people's radars now. So right. So it's like, now 
if I let him go out into the wild, does somebody else grab mm-hmm. him? But I also have McKinnon. How do yes. I let McKinnon go? I you can't because right? he won't make it back to you, dude. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, now Tarasenko's been fucking hot yeah. this year, and especially as playoff teams, we're going to be picking in the back half of the draft. Yep. So it's like, like I know for a fact, anybody I drop back in, none of them are making it to me, dude. Yeah. So it's basically like, see you later. Yeah. Have fun, whomever. Lindholm, you know, I'm probably not getting Lindholm back. He has been huge for me. Yeah, like. The struggles of a playoff team, man. Yep. Good for you, teams that suck, because you're going to have a lot to pick from next year. Yeah. You know? Good for you. Good for Thomas for, like, at least owning up that, oh, yeah, by the way, I stopped paying attention. Yeah, for sure. Well, Thomas is Thomas is fantasy guy. You can always count on him to be active. And, like, he kind of reached out to me and was like, hey, man, like, kind of forgot, like, you know, last week or two. Because I knew there was no way I was catching the last wild card spot, but, like, I'm good for next year. Just don't think I'm being that guy. Like, no, you're good, dude. Like, he's the one that got me into fantasy to begin with. Like, you're good. I've got no reservations about you. It's a couple of the other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I wonder if they listen because I'd like to call them out. I would, too. I really would. (laughs) But, yeah, we'll leave them. Look, all of us in the league know who they are. Yeah. I I just want to, like, reiterate. Like, there's nothing more frustrating than playing the team that doesn't set their lineup at all and still being in a fight. Dude, that is frustrating as hell. Yeah. Or, hey, I'm fighting for playoff seeds here. Yeah. And other squads got the got the layup. Yep. And you're like, oh, here I am scrapping with, you know, Mm -hmm. Joe, Mike, Taylor, you and I, whoever. Yeah. Like, oh, this this is cool. And they you look at their roster and like it's dudes that are tearing it up. It's like, yeah, I'd like to have that person. Right. That'd be nice. Sitting on a roster. Yeah. Here, I'll I'll offer you a 10th round pick. I'll screw next year's owner. You know, (laughs) they're likely going to be Bruins fans. So the hell with them. (laughs) So that that's our fantasy hockey for for the week. Talking about cup finals are here, people. That's why your boy's wearing the flying skate. I had to break this thing out. Yeah um so yeah man um before there's a couple draft things i want to babble about before uh before we um wrap this episode up should we do uh what do you want to do first i'm not gonna i don't want this to get too warm good call okay so let's do this so nitro pepsi taste test kids i'm gonna hold it up for the camera there you go there we get the double look i don't yeah i don't i was holding it the wrong way um your wife has them. Shout out to Kristen. And it looks like a Guinness. Yeah. It really makes me want a car bomb. So. God, you love that sound. Oh, God, dude. Right? Right? It tastes like, it sounds like regret. <laughs> Pour hard. Draft Cola. I'm curious, man. Well, they got what me. this is all about. You know, they got me. This was all marketing. I saw the commercials. I felt dumb because I knew I was forgetting something on the way over here. Shout out to you for the coming through clutch with the glasses because you had texted me yesterday about bringing over a couple pint glasses. And I even like, I was like, fee, don't let me forget. And, uh, she was like, okay. And then we had like, you know, life happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I was on the way over and like, when you brought these over, you know, you do the thing when you leave, like, do I have everything? And it's always wallet keys phone every time, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm good. I've got the other little goodies. Like, I'm straight. Yeah. And I got here, and you brought these in, and I went, son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew I was forgetting something. But, yeah, so it's it's the Pepsi's got a nice little uh, nice little uh, head on it. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's see what we got here. Let's see what the – what does it smell like? I'm a big smell test guy. 
Smells like Pepsi. It smells like Pepsi. Shaka. Let's see what's up. All right. So it, it I mean, it definitely tastes like Pepsi. Like, let's get that. It's not like yeah. it's some, something, some life altering experience here. <laughs> right. But I will say, they got me with the word creamy. Yeah. It, I don't necessarily, it's definitely softer. Like, mm-hmm. it, let me get another one. So as soon as I took a sip, I looked at your can and I saw these words and my eyeballs also immediately went to creamy Smooth, and I went, creamy. you know what? Drink. They're right. Because yeah. not to be Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire yelling about Cola Wars, but if you give me a choice of like Coke or Pepsi, I'm a Coke guy. Mm-hmm. This is nice. This is very nice. This is better. I would I would take this over traditional Pepsi Cola. Easily. You know? Easily. It's 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 like it says, creamy, smooth, uh, easy to drink. Mm-hmm. I'm already half done with mine. This means I'm gonna have to have a vigorous piss at some point. I also want to point out like, no, this isn't life altering. This isn't like, oh my god, the greatest thing I've ever yeah. drank or anything. This yeah. it's it's Pepsi. With nitro, if you like a little, like if you like a little gimmick with your beverage, yeah, dude, like it's not you shouldn't run out to the store and be like those people that are killing each other for a pair of Jordans. Yeah, those people shouldn't even be killing themselves for pairs of Jordans. But nothing's worth that. Right. Neither is this. But if, if you happen to be passing it, yeah, uh, I'd recommend the the four packs right now are three for thirteen at the Kroger. And then if you want just the single cans at the Kroger, it's two for four. Oh, that ain't bad. That it's, ain't bad. I mean, you know, this is about the size, a little bit smaller than a, like an energy beverage. Yeah. So, like, I recommend cooling it. Yes. <laughs> you you probably cold. Yeah. Room temperature, this would probably be cheeks. I like this a lot. I like this a lot better than a regular Pepsi. For, for sure. sure. I do, too. Um, it makes me feel like I'm drinking a beer. Which is a nice feeling. Yeah. You know? Side note. Your boy the other day, mm-hmm. two beers. Two draft yinglings. There you go. You know what? I'm good. Yeah. And I was like, kind of missed this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not like, not the part that would subsequently come afterwards. <laughs> but it was just nice to kind of belly up to a bar and just, yeah, let me get a yingling, please. A lager. You know? A lager, dude. <laughs> it was nice. I was like, this feels good. Yeah. You know? Well, it's it's nice when it when the one doesn't lead to, you know, seven, twelve. And that 13. was the hard part, dude. So for me, I was always more of a whiskey guy anyway. So I was like, you know what? Let me just dip the toe in here, get a beer. You mm-hmm. know, like a human does. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was nice. I felt like a man, dude. Yeah. I felt like a man. Well, I was nice beer. I used to talk to my father-in-law like and his big thing was like basically a beer would be a reward for something like he right. just mowed the lawn. I'm going to I'm going to have a beer. Good way to look at it. Yeah, you know, like I'm I'm that way right now with beer where cuz I've always been a beer guy like I I genuinely like the flavor of beer. Yes. And that's tough when you're an alcoholic. Mm-hmm, uh, especially mm-hmm. when you're in recovery. Right. Um, but like, I feel like I can drink, I could buy a beer a month. Right. Be fine. Have a beer and not 
have my world taken over by it. Right. And not thinking, when's the next one? Yeah. Not have to pick up the pieces the next day. Or if I get a sixer, I'm not going through that sixer in a night. I'm having one and then one, two, take the edge off. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was nice, man. It was nice. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where that goes, but I found like, yeah, without getting to whatever. And I mean, you know, you know, but it, 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 it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. You know what I mean? So, bless <laughs> yes, bless you. Um, so, yeah, man, kind of made me feel like that. I was like, ooh, this feels like the other night. Plus, I miss the taste of a yingling, dude. Yeah. Like There's something about the bubbles. Oh, my like, God, it's, man. It's, yeah. it's a very nice feeling. It is. Especially like this has been my go to because uh-huh. I keep it in the freezer like always. That yeah. way, whenever I buy anything, it's going in here. Hell yeah, then, dude. You know, a lot of times, another thing, if you miss the flavor of beer and. This is going to sound completely ridiculous. NAs are no joke. Like you have to. I've heard that. You have to like really. You really got to research, and you're mm. really going to have to try some because some are lit- some are just piss water. Like it's gross. <laughs> but like there's some like a st- <laughs> strangely enough a Adoy- duels amber. Yeah, really fucking good. solid. It's huh. really good. Um, there's been a couple like they're now coming out with like hazy IPAs. That are non-alcoholic, depending on how you feel. I I don't like an IPA. Same, but like the fact that it it was available to me, sure, like, is nice. Normally, it's you go, it's O'Doul's, yeah, and that's Saint Pauli Girl if you're lucky, yeah. Maybe yeah. Budweiser came out with Bud Zero, which I was is, thinking Michael Scott now. It's Saint Pauli Girl. If you like Budweiser, Bud Zero is good too. Yeah, Budweiser's nice. Um, yeah, Budweiser solid, but heavy. Coors. Coors Edge is probably my favorite one that I've come across. Okay. Um, you can't find it everywhere. The first time I had it, I think we were actually in Pennsylvania. We were camping. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I I think the uh, the place down the road here. Yep. I think they carry it. Okay. So and it's like seven bucks for a sixer, which so ain't terrible. Like, no. Yeah. And it's just like if you are worried about man, I might go overboard. Yeah. Grab a sixer NA instead. And then if right. you go overboard, what did you really do? Right. <laughs> I just got to pee a lot. Yeah. You know? So nobody's getting harmed here, including ourselves, yeah. which is the important part. But yeah, man. So I don't know if that counts as I'm off the wagon or what, but it like it literally did. There was no effect. You yeah. know, I was able to drive. I was able to function like I was good. Yep. You know? Yep. Like, this is nice, man. So yeah. Um, yay beer. <laughs> um Nitro Pepsi, uh, definitely recommend uh, over regular Pepsi, my opinion, for that matter. Um, let's go ahead and get to these. Yeah. Because, um, well, V, v had, couldn't be here and said, yeah. I'm going to send sugar in my stead. Yeah. V mentioned she was like, no God peeps this it. week for Justin. So go ahead and bring these. So this is what we've got. <laughs> I keep moving it the wrong way. Peeps ring pops, oh, essentially. God. Is what we have. I keep doing this thing where I have gum in my mouth too. Yeah, it's this, a ring pop. This is is it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, mine's yellow. You got pink. I one. got pink. They're in the shape of a peep. Okay. So there's. Am I holding this in the? I'm not very good at this. That's what I've decided. Um. Okay. Let's see what's up. Definitely I, smells like marshmallow. Dude, I can't even put this on my pinky. I got sausages, man. I got at the very edge. Mmm, they're so good. I'm not going to front. 
that's good. Isn't it better? You take this over a regular peep, traditional. Yeah. yeah. So they're it, good. It t- that tells me that the flavor isn't the problem with a peep. Texture. It's clearly got to be the texture. Yeah. Even though marshmallow is the primary flavor. Right. Which this definitely tastes like marshmallow. Very much. It's very <laughs> sweet, which is good. Um, but yeah, it's very, very, very heavy marshmallow flavor. It's weird because I'm big on textures, mm-hmm. like very big. That's the reason why, like mushrooms, hell out of here with that. <laughs> I can't do them. Um, this is this is solid though. I like this. I honestly do kind of prefer them to regular peeps. Come to think of it, um, and it's cool because they're peep shapes. I wonder if they have bunnies because all we have right now are uh, two chicks. The two chicks. Two chicks, man. Mm-hmm. Two yeah, chicks at the same time. I wonder how odd this looks on YouTube. I had one of these. <laughs> well, yeah. You got a peeps ring? Yeah. It's weird because I want to bite it. Yeah. But I'm like. The flavor makes you want to because you think peep. Right. I'm but like. There's no way. Yeah. It's, I've licked it like three times. Yeah. There's no way. I don't know that I want to sacrifice my teeth. I don't know if it's that good. It's close. Uh, yeah, no. Don't do that. <laughs> I just bit his beak off, though. So there's that. It is very good, though. That said, I'm not going to eat this entire fucking no. thing on YouTube. I will get to it later, though, however, because it was Shocking very enjoyable. at how tasty that is. I know. Should we include that on our Peeps Power Rankings? Because V kept one. Mm. The kids got one also. So she'll be able to include it on her Power Rankings. I don't know. We'll all convert. I feel like it's apples and oranges. Yeah, because... You know? Part of the thing... Part of the thing with... The peeps is the texture, right? And I think it's important. It's important to really lift up the flavors that we're able to get past the texture. Yes, if that makes sense. One hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. And I, I look, man. I'm all in there, and it's it's a simple thing. You can put it down. You can get back to it. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, which is what I'm going to do later with a lollipop ring. But very good, though. <laughs> Wherever you can find them, uh, definitely buy them. Again, surprised. I can't believe I enjoyed that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was skeptical, too, because texture. I was like, what is this going to be like? Yeah. And then as soon as I put it in my mouth, pause. I was like, you know what? Impressive. Tastes like a peep, but it yeah. doesn't have... It's the weird candy yes. crap that yes. fucks with you with with a peep and see yeah i love regular peeps but this uh which made me skeptical of lollipop mm-hmm. form yeah but i also am six years old sometimes and when we pulled it out <laughs> and i saw it was a little chicky i was like oh i'm in cool <laughs> they're peep shapes yeah so um would you like a pop tat um i know raspberry flavor i just ate before you got here so yeah i'm gonna eat these because i haven't eaten any day and i was told to eat these so you should probably eat them i'm absolutely going to eat them i think i'm going to eat them it's only appropriate here on this pod if i eat these while talking about the draft (laughs) so um what do you got frosted raspberry raspberry yeah Mm -hmm. um which is a pleasant surprise because she had said they were blueberry and i actually prefer the raspberry to the blueberry slightly um, although the blueberry is a 1B to raspberry. I was going to say, I feel like that's a toss-up. It is. It depends it, on the day. It's very close, but I've grown very partial to the raspberries. Um, so there's that. Anyway, um, Justin, if you could hit me in the face with the draft sound. Oh, yes. Whenever you get a chance, I'm going to keep shoving Pop-Tart crust in my face. So the draft is, at this point, how dare I speak over that sound? <laughs> We're 10 days away from the first round of the NFL draft. Thursday night, April 28th. 
And real quick, we'll get to more draft shit next week. But I wanted to look at as all these mock drafts and everything are coming out. Some of the best case, just a handful of best case scenarios and worst case scenarios for the birds. And for me, this is real simple. I think best case scenario, one of them is you have to come away with somebody on offense and defense in the first round with the 15th and 18th pick. You have to. I think you take your receiver because clearly Howie Roseman's so fucking great at choosing them yeah. that we have to take one probably three years in a row. So with the 15th and 18th pick, you come away with either a Drake London. I don't think he'll be there, but him, Chris Olave, you know, whomever. Um, one of the top receivers in this draft. And you follow that up either way, depending on how the board falls. You get you an edge rusher as well, linebacker. Um, even though we haven't drafted one in the first round since 1979. Um, this will be a good year with Devin Lloyd if he's there in the Kobe Dean. Or you can get one of the Tier 2 pass rushers, a guy like George Karloftis. David Ojabo, to me, had Eagles written all over him until he tore his ACL at Michigan's Pro Day. That dude, I thought for sure, was going to be uh Philadelphia Eagle if he had made it all the way to 15. But he tore his ACL. I mean, he's still eligible to be picked, sure. But 15th overall for a dude with a blown ACL is a little egregious, especially when you have needs as this team does. So that's the way I look at it. You go into the second round that way, having already had somebody on either side of the ball, right? You've got whomever on offense, whoever on defense. So you've got somebody in your back pocket for each side of the ball. So you start ahead in a sense, because to me, this draft is going to be predominantly defense heavy for the birds. I don't know. I'm not Howie Roseman. It's just a hunch, right? When you look at, kind of the way this draft is the class that's coming up and the class that we have rather available to be drafted in 10 days and this team's needs. And just based off how we draft history, I think this is going to be a very defensive heavy draft, just an opinion. So I think your best case scenario is to bookend offense, defense, whichever position, either or first and second round. So that that way, if you do skew heavy offensively or defensively, you have one of each to kind of kick things off here. You've got multiple first rounders. It's the first time how he has. Do not fuck this up, you dick. To that point, I think the best case scenario is, and I don't know that this is going to happen. It's funny because we did the big board episode about a month ago. He was one of the guys that I mentioned was no way going to fall to 15. Kyle Hamilton safety out of Notre Dame. And I still don't think he makes it to 15. I don't. But after his combine and there's been some, like, basically the way his style of play fits defenses now in the NFL. Is, and that's kind of what the, what happens in this arduous-ass process of having four months between games and uh, and the draft itself is dudes' games get dissected. And which is good and bad, but it has good. It, it's good for some dudes like Trayvon Walker, bad for some dudes like Kyle Hamilton, who it just seems like shit comes out of the ether to kind of have them slide down mock drafts, which mock drafts don't necessarily mean anything. But you start to see Kyle Hamilton sliding down the board in the first round a little bit. And look, this dude, if he's there at 15, please don't get don't get cute. Don't wait. Oh, maybe, you know. The Chargers of the Saints, 16 and 17. Maybe they won't take him. Maybe he'll be here at 18. No, because somebody could leapfrog your ass at 18 and snatch him. If Kyle Hamilton is there at 15, grab him immediately. You know, it, whatever you want to say about Kyle Hamilton, look, this is a guy that can make plays anywhere inside the box. He can cover tight ends in space. Like, this dude is versatile. He's, to me, he's one of the top five players in this draft, if not top three. 
Um, if you can get him at 15, you take him. The safeties on this roster right now are Anthony Harris, who's the best one, Kayvon Wallace, who I like that pick, fourth rounder a couple years ago, and Marcus Epps. Get the hell out of here. Like, I understand positional value, but at the same time, you can't roll that out there and and be fired up. You can't. And then sit here and blame Jonathan Gannon's schemes. Okay, you can't. Like, I'm not sitting here pounding the table for Jonathan Gannon here, but if you've got a guy like Kyle Hamilton that falls in your lap at 15, Howie, for the love of God, don't outthink the room. Just take the motherfucker. Because that's value that you didn't expect to get. couple of worst-case scenarios to me, there's two things I'm afraid of going into this draft. One, Howie not being able to help himself and putting these picks together to trade up because that's his M.O. Howie, uh, because he probably has a tiny penis, very much enjoys you talking about his moves. He loves being talked about and, you know, the transactions he makes. Look at the move. You know, I mean, not that I'm shitting on the trade with the Saints because it makes sense, but Howie loves being in the news. He does. He likes people talking about the shit he does. So to me, it looked like last year, I mean, he moved up to get uh, Devontae Smith. There's been a lot of moving up and moving back over the years, too, for Howie Roseman. But there's been a lot of moving up. And when you have two ones that you could possibly package up and move up to get, I don't know, a Sauce Gardner or a Derek Stingley Jr. or even a Kyle Hamilton or whomever, you know, pick a receiver, Drake London, whatever. I think how I could very easily see how he do that. We've seen him do it before. Again, he did it last year. My thing is this team for a playoff team, and we have to put an asterisk next to the playoff team thing because it's a playoff team only because there's seven playoff teams now. Like, in the real world, this team wouldn't have been a playoff team until we started letting in JV-ass playoff teams two years ago. We're that JV-ass playoff team. This roster for a playoff team, air quotes, is not that great. Okay? It's okay. It's not like the 29th best roster like Pro Football Focus said it was, but at the same time, there's a lot of holes here that need to be filled. And by the way, you still don't know if your quarterback's a long-term answer or not. That's what this year is supposed to be. So I wouldn't go wheeling and dealing but so many picks. When you have multiple first-rounders, not only do you have a chance to fill more holes or to talent stockpile, but you get that fifth-year option on everybody too which is essential because that's what it's about now is reworking these salary caps to where you can make dudes affordable. These rookie wage scale now has changed the game. Like if you can get a fifth year option for a guy, that's why you have like Baltimore a couple years ago, traded up with us the year we won the Super Bowl to take Lamar Jackson. Now you have a fifth year option on a quarterback. Like it's smart. So take those two picks, use them. I can't say use them wisely because Howie Roseman is the one making the pick, but just keep them and uh, piss them away. However you'd like. And for the love of God, my absolute worst-case scenario, do not draft Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia. Dude's a monster, okay? Dude's a monster. I get Fletcher Cox is old. He's definitely not worth what we're paying to meet him after we brought, brought him back on a restructured deal. Milton Williams, third-round pick last year. Uh, very nice pick, very nice rookie year. Good for him. Good for you. And Javon Hargrave is also very good. But – not only so with Fletch being older and Hargrave being in the last year of his contract, I believe, like okay, defensive tackle eventually will need to be addressed, but you can't to me, if you're gonna spend the fifteenth or eighteenth overall pick, it can't be on a dude that's just a run stopping defensive tackle that's only like a on the field. Like he's not even a three down player, okay? He had a monster workout. A, like 
an awesome combine. And there's one of these dudes every year. And he was it this year. But you can't take those picks when you have the needs again that this team does. When your your defensive line that at one point was the strong suit of this team or a strength of this team is starting to age and get a little thin in terms of depth. Now we're going to add just a plug in the middle on the defensive line with a with a, a premium pick like to me you can't taking Jordan Davis would be foolish it'd be absolutely foolish and there's one player every year I, I, I'm assuming every fan's the same way that like hey don't take this guy you know Jordan Davis for me is it this year I do not want that fucking guy no offense to him sure he's a great dude and he's worked hard to get to this point I just don't want to see his ass in midnight green next year or Kelly Green alternates the year after I just don't. Simple as that. Um, give me your best and worst case scenarios on Instagram at Greasepole Podcast. You can hit me up there. Um, yeah, we're 10 days away from the draft. People also wanted to take an opportunity to plug our guy, Frank LaPlaca, host of the uh, unofficial Cincinnati Bengals podcast. He's been on the pod before, friend of the friend of the program. I'm making an appearance on his pod again this year to hey. uh, do mock draft shit. So there's that, man. I will never turn down an opportunity to talk about the draft, as you know. So... <laughs> I am geeked. Be on the lookout for that. You can follow on Instagram as well. We'll send out all the stuff there where you can catch it. Um, definitely recommend his pod if you're, yes, if you're a Bengals fan, but if you're a fan of football in general, definitely recommend it. Um, so there's that, man. We've got, um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Um, tons more draft stuff coming. I'm working on a seven-round Eagles mock right now. So, yeah, man, it's that time of year. Hot Joe, we love you, but I hope you have a miserable <laughs> week, and I hope your dinner sucks. <laughs> we love you, buddy. We'll see you guys next week. As always, go birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Go birds. Go birds! That would be great.